Hello and welcome to the official podcast for INFS 2822 Programming for Data Analytics at the UNSW Business School. My name is Blair Wang. Hi everyone and welcome to the end of week seven. We are very close to the end of the course. This actually, this week just wrapped up the second module, which was all about um, insights to do with web. We started off with putting insights onto web um, in terms of just making JavaScript work and being able to manipulate the DOM. And then what that transitioned to was using Leaflet to, to work with maps. And I think that was really interesting. Well, I hope that you found it interesting. I'm certainly seeing how a lot of those maps are made. And then we ended that module just this week with web scraping, which is, of course, being able to take a lot of the useful data that someone else has put onto the web and return it to a very structured format. So websites, uh, web pages are usually considered unstructured data. And so to be able to just take like the data inside a table or to go through lots of pages and look for the same thing over and over again, like, for example, the title or some particular data that's on every page in a, in a collection of pages, putting that back into a spreadsheet kind of format, that, that's what web scraping is all about. Now to understand web scraping, there were a few basic principles that you had to understand. Firstly, the DOM, which I mean, you've been working with for a few weeks now, but you really do have to really intensely understand the DOM to be able to scrape a lot of the even web pages that look very simple, like even the timetable page at UNSW, as it turns out, it's quite complicated. And it's a lot of tables nested inside tables, that kind of thing. And you really have to fully understand the DOM. And I'll be honest, it comes with uh, practice. <laughs> it comes with a lot of exposure to this kind of thing, it comes with having a mind to, to how do you isolate the particular component that you're looking for. So it is challenging. It's probably going to take a, a decent number of weeks really leading into your final exams for you to really grasp the exercises that we're doing this week um, in the tutorials and so on. So it's okay. Try your best and then really try to study that code, really understand what every line does and why it's there. I think it's really important for you to do that. And I can see that a lot of you are asking questions about that kind of thing already. And that's just great to see. Another one of those concepts that's uh, important to understand is tag soup and the difference between a lot of the direct code that you see on on a lot of these websites, like even just really good websites um, versus what it should be, which is very structured, very indented. And so that's part of why the library that performs this kind of data scraping stuff inside Python is called beautiful soup. Because you're taking this tag soup, this messy collection of HTML tags just concatenated one after the other. And you're often using the parser there to, tr to turn it back into a tree-like structure. So those are just some basic principles to understand. Now, by the end of this course, I'd imagine that you're all pretty good in terms of the technical skills needed for web scraping, but it's really important for you to understand the ethics behind all of this. In the lecture, well, actually not in the lecture, but uh, in the tutorials, I made sure that I visited every tutorial and I told you the story of Aaron Swartz, who, um, whose story is really tragic, but it's something where I don't want anything bad to happen to any of you. Um, it's been many years now that we've known about the technique of web scraping as society. Um, it's, it's a well-known fact that people can scrape the web, but it's also well-known that you have to be very careful when you do it. There were a number of principles that I was trying to show you through your readings, uh, which, which I hope that you've all actually had a chance to read. You, you will have to have seen that going into the final exam. It's really important that you, you've read those readings. Maybe not right now, because I know a lot of you are busy wrapping up your group assignment, but just, just have a look at those two by Davito et al. and Krotov and Silva. Two simple but very important readings. The first one's actually very recent. It's this year. 
So my high level principles for you, and this is actually page 15, the final page of the lecture slides. Uh, number one, when you're scraping the web, make sure that you're careful to distinguish between when you write a script that just requests one file or one resource versus a script that requests many, 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 um, especially if it's more than what a human being could request in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah. On the other flip side, number two, how often are you requesting these files? Sometimes maybe it makes more sense to build in some timers or to put your script on some sort of cron job or cron tab so that it paces itself out maybe over multiple days or even months. So you're not hitting some poor web server all in one go. And then my principles to you, number three, four, and five, be very careful about not scraping for content that the authors aren't trying to make publicly available, even if that link is publicly accessible. It's not the same thing. Number four, are you merging data sets in ways that expose people or their organizations? And number five, importantly, are you undermining someone's business model? A classic example being that you could probably write web scraping scripts to bypass like paywalls for certain journalistic websites, but that doesn't mean that that's a good idea. And it certainly doesn't mean that that's ethical or legal of you to do something like that. We did also have Julian come in. Julian's lecture was really interesting, I think. It was about how he scraped the data off of Nomad List. And the way that we actually used that data was to draw this map of, which is incidentally the research area that Julian and I are working on within the School of Information Systems. So you can see like this whole um, module really, it, it can be part of an end-to-end -end process of scraping data, drawing insights from it, putting it out there, and maybe someone else will even scrape your data. <laughs> So what are some things that you have to do going into next week? Well, next Thursday, your group assignment is due, or at least uh, many of the deliverables, including the code base and also some of the paperwork. And then weeks nine and 10 tutorials, you're gonna be presenting your group assignments. Very exciting. Um, I hope you've already seen on Ed that there's a few um, activities that you have to do in the tutorials. So even when you're not presenting your group's work, you're listening to other people, you're doing your between groups peer review. And there's also a bit of a fun fictional budget allocation exercise for you to decide which among these presentations were the most persuasive. And if you had a million dollars, who would you give that money to? I hope that that exercise has you thinking about not just the logic of how data analysis works, but also a lot of the business perspective, a lot of the ways in which data is not just a little side hobby of a business. It is often these days the center of a business model. And so that's the kind of thing that I hope you're thinking about as you're preparing for your group assignment. And as always, we do have the reading for next week. Um, next week, we're gonna be looking at machine learning or rather a very, very brief introduction to machine learning because to understand it properly and deeply, there's actually a lot of prerequisite knowledge. So all we're doing for next week is just playing with a, a sample set for you to start getting a feeling for what it feels like to actually write a script that executes a machine learning algorithm. So the idea for next week is just to get your feet wet metaphorically with some of these machine learning things that you could do in Python. So a lot going on, but I think the machine learning stuff will be quite fun. Definitely aware that because you have your assignment due that, that next week, I uh, fully understand that I may not have your full attention on the machine learning stuff and that's okay. It's also about making this information available to you. It's also about just giving you exposure to a lot of these concepts um, and hopefully it sticks with you going into the future. So I know it's a really busy time for you folks and for myself as well. We're all going to get through this. But in the meantime, I just hope that this has been a useful recap of the week we had. 
and also looking forward into the final weeks as we wrap up INFS 2822. And as always, especially as we're all so busy these days, I just do really hope that you're staying healthy, staying safe, and I'll see you soon. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening. This has been an episode of the official INFS 2822 podcast. Thanks for listening. INFS 2822 is a course taught at UNSW Business School. You can find out more about UNSW Business School at www.business.unsw.edu.au.